dinosaurs. Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that has Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host Pez, I'm here with Sauce and he's very, very disappointed. We've just uh, just recorded the whole show, Sauce, the, the hour of content. Uh, I, I performed amazingly <laughs> and uh, we get to the end and it, it didn't record. Yeah, we had a little technical difficulties there, Pez, uh, which is not unheard of for, for, for the pod. We've done that before and uh, even seasoned veterans like ourselves have stinkers, just like some of the AFL well, players. you can blame me because I didn't I didn't stuff up once and uh, recorded all the way through and got to the end and you didn't even plug it into your computer, mate. Yeah, normally we uh, take three or four goes at it. We record, we go back, we, we edit it, um, but we had a, an absolute blinder of a show, Pez. We had an A-grade performance. Oh, we went all can the way I just through. let you know, best show ever. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get on there and uh, if, if you're hearing this, and you believe us and you, you trust us with your bets, then trust us with this, Pez. It was an absolute blinder, five-star review straight off the bat for the show that will never be aired and we had some amazing content. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even remember. Like, usually after a show, I like to, you know, sit down, wind down a little bit and uh, forget about what I said and then uh, we're, we're good to go. But uh, to try and redo it like that wouldn't wouldn't serve it justice, Source. So, uh, condense it up a bit now, I reckon. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're going on the fly, Pez. <laughs> There's an insight for the listeners. This is a, a podcast exclusive for the fans of Behind the Boundary because you're getting the post-show. Normally, we just give you the actual show and you're getting the Pez and Sources insight into the post-show. So, oh, what an exclusive and what, what, a, what a benefit for the fans. I've got to try and salvage it, Pez, because the error was my fault and I, I will take the ownership for it, Pez. Uh, I guess I'm trying to distract everyone from your horrible round of betting, and that's what I've tried to uh, try to do. So I've taken one for the team, Pez. Oh, well, we, we did speak about um, some <laughs> huge games last week. We had uh, Melbourne proving themselves and Port Adelaide really really being disappointing source. We had St Kilda keeping their uh, uh, race for the finals alive, uh, and Brisbane, a uh, small blemish on their radar, but not too uh, concerning there. You had Gold Coast winning, and I'm going to repeat myself from before. No one else is going to hear it anyway. <laughs> uh, the coldest game of footy ever. Oh. Yeah, the people down in Ballarat, if you are in Ballarat, you must be freezing all the time because all the people there shivering in their Kathmandu jackets, scarves, beanies, gloves, whatever it was, um, they might not play down there. The, we poke, we did the show, mm-hmm. we did all our bets for this week, and now we find out there's massive things going on in Melbourne. Yeah. So all the teams may be being relocated as well. So... More up-to-date information is a positive. Exactly right, Pez. <laughs> At 11.21 on a Wednesday night, we've got some uh, exclusive content. We've got it, getting it to you first that there's a uh, big chance that Victoria goes into lockdown. So whilst you've made fun of those uh, regional fans in Ballarat who are a little bit chilly, Pez, they might be uh, the safest uh, place to be playing because it is going to probably be a lockdown for, for Metropolitan Melbourne after the, the COVID cases coming back from Queensland. Yeah, it's, but uh, still rumours, rumours going around that uh, things might be relocated, which is, which is not good. Massive win for Sydney to... To really push them up in that premiership race against the Bulldogs, uh, who really need to come out and prove something uh, a little bit more, and uh, they can with their run home, they can finish on top of the ladder and uh, come finals time, see what they can do. And then you had Richmond with a, a massive loss against Collingwood Source. It was uh, no good at all. Lost by sixteen points. They were up by twenty points at three quarter time, and uh, their season is in turmoil, sitting twelfth on the ladder. Yeah, getting deja vu. Just talking about the uh, the Richmond loss pairs, but Richmond fans are probably having deja vu for the last three weeks. A horror last three weeks, and. A third quarter, fourth quarter collapse from the Tigers, uh, really putting that dynasty that we've been mentioning all year long in uh, just it's yeah, RIP Richmond. Yeah, we did a bit of a segment before Source. <laughs> it was called uh, Season Over. It was really, 
It was a really good segment, and trust me, it was uh, the content was unbelievable. It might not match it now, but uh, here's season over. podcast over because it's past my bedtime <laughs> I, was, I was thinking there's my, my uh, podcasting career is over so <laughs> Source is uh, one of those people that the season could be over but no Pez I am going to bounce back like uh, some of the teams that we did speak about earlier Pez but we can't keep going on the past because we need to give the content to the, to yeah, the fans let's, and let's what try we've done and recreate here, this year it's let's really try good. and do it and there's no surprises Pez because I've already heard exactly where everyone's finishing so yeah, so the uh, <laughs> like, surprise factor from hearing each other's uh, predictions is not there but we headed to squiggle.com.au a little ladder predictor there Oh, great website. And uh, we're just going to go through the, the top eight at the moment, Source, uh, the ladder pretty much, and then uh, go through what we predicted. Now, it's really difficult to do this because you've got to tip every game. And we know not many people get nine tips every week. So you're not going to be right at the end of the season, but it's just for a bit of fun and a, a bit of banter to see what happens. So if you disagree with us or you agree, jump onto Squiggle, do your letter predictor at Behind the Bound, uh, send it in, post it to us, and uh, we'll see who is the closest by the end of the season. Yeah, really good uh, sort of thing to be doing with your mates and to, to jump on social media and put your money where your mouth is, Pez. But we, we look at the top eight currently, Melbourne sitting top, Doggy second, the Cats Brisbane line out the uh, the top four, and then Port Adelaide, Sydney, Fremantle, West Coast round out the uh, the end of the eight. And uh, teams on the, on the outer, that their season is still alive and not yet deemed dead, but like a uh, uh, our podcasting career, St Kilda, GWS, Essendon, which uh, for all viewers and Essendon fans, Pez did write off. I'm really interested to hear if they're still written off. Richmond and Carlton sort of round out uh, the teams that are still hopeful to make the eight. Oh, you can't put Carlton in there. Oh, I was trying to just get some new content. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, feeling pretty, I'm feeling pretty blue, mate. So, so I've, I've written off North, uh, Hawthorne, Adelaide, Collingwood, like everyone else would have. I've written off Gold Coast and Carlton. I've also written off uh, Essendon, who are on the same points and better percentage than Richmond, but not writing off the Tigers just yet. Not just yet, Pez. Uh, interested to see how you go with uh, your team on top, because when we went through it last time, you uh, you claimed that you hit a, a, a different button and you might have accidentally done an error. So interested to see if you've made a change. I have Melbourne finishing equal points on top, Finishing. When, when have I made a change, mate? I walked off post-show <laughs> to do my usual routine. Well, this now is post-show. This is post-show. I've come back. We don't sit by a microphone on post-show with the headphones on. <laughs> no, no, it's a little bit un- un- uh, familiar territory for us both. But If I get a bit grumpy during this uh, little podcast here... I'm if you get grumpy, you're already giving me some dirty looks. Oh. Am I plugged in? I'm not sure. Oh, sure, sure. oh don't do that to me. I should be asleep here. But uh, we've got the top eight. So we went through that before. And on our My Letter Predictor source, I've got the doggies finishing on top. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the the top two teams, I think, uh, are going to be Melbourne and Geelong. But you've, you've got the Doggies in there with a really soft run. They play the, the Suns, Crows, the Dees is probably their biggest challenge, uh, the Bombers and the Hawks. So you'd expect probably four wins from them and that should salute them on top. Yeah, um, so Doggies there. I've got the Cats second. I've got Brisbane third and I've got Melbourne fourth. And you went through Melbourne's run, Sauce, and I think I might have clicked... Uh, Click the wrong button. What do they got? I mean, they got the Hawks and the Suns uh, for Should the next two, two weeks. Wins. And then they've got some maybe the, the next weeks after that, they play the Doggies at home, which is going to be a game mm-hmm. in the probably uh, MCG. They play the Eagles away, and that's probably where you might have uh, still holding on to the Eagles there, and that's maybe where you so. dropped them. I don't know what happened. but uh, And finish with the Crows at home. <laughs> are we the same top four, like the same four teams? We do. We've got Melbourne, Geelong, Western uh, Bulldogs, and Brisbane are my top four, and they're the locks. I think for most, uh, most players, most teams, most coaches, that's your top 
top four, the order can be debated um, and depends, as you said, whose run is more favourable. Yeah, unless the teams that get up. Unless Port Adelaide pull off a ridiculous run where well, they, they actually start, they actually start beating teams. They actually start beating teams that they meant to. Uh, not meant to, sorry, that they're not meant to. Um, I've got Port Adelaide finish finishing fifth with Sydney finishing sixth and uh, the top six looking like it will stay the same. Yeah, I've gone um, the same sort of vote there, Pez. I've got Sydney ahead of uh, Port Adelaide, um, finishing on 16 wins. And uh, Port Adelaide, as I said, uh, rounding off the six with 15 wins. Uh, Sydney uh, have got probably uh, one of the harder rounds. They play the GWS Giants. They play uh, Fremantle, Essendon, St Kilda. So four of those teams are really fighting for a top eight spot. uh, And then they finish off with North. Yeah, and they're fighting for a bottom two spot there, so uh, that should be interesting. <laughs> um, we head off to seven and eighth at the moment. We've got Fremantle and West Coast, both on 32 points. And uh, Western Australian uh, listeners who we know, there's there's a lot of them out there, source, that listen to this podcast. They're going to be quite disappointed to know that I've put Fremantle and West Coast out of the eight. Yeah, and uh, I follow the exact same suit, uh, Pez, West Coast after their uh, really piss-poor performance, to be honest, against um, Sydney as well as uh, North Melbourne. I've got them finishing pretty far down and at actually 10th, so dropping from 8th to 10th, two spots. And they're lucky earlier in the year that they've uh, had some wins banked there because that's the only reason that's keeping them in the eight at the moment. Yeah, I've got them at 10th down there as well. So I've actually, for some reason, got Richmond in there on, on 11 wins, which is strange to think that a, a side would make... The eight on 11 wins. Uh, I don't know if there's, you know, pre-bias, you're underrating teams and things like that. But Richmond finishing seventh and Saints finishing eighth. And I was really tough on their run home on on my letter predictor, making them lose to uh, Port Adelaide this week, which some people think they may, may beat. Yeah, if they lose to Port Adelaide this week, um, their, their hopes are still alive because they've got the West Coast, as we said, not in great form. Carlton, Sydney and Geelong. And they've probably got the toughest run home. Uh, and I've got them finishing seventh. I think they get wins against Port Adelaide. I think they get wins against Carlton and West Coast and probably lose the two against Geelong and Sydney there. So that'll round out their eight. Uh, and they've got them finishing seventh. Yeah, so, uh, and then who's your eight? My eighth team, so I've, I've still got GWS in there. I'm sort of backing home from what I had of the predictions at the start of the year, Pez. I think they hold on with that sneaky little draw, but they'd be kicking themselves because losses against Gold Coast uh, and a draw against North Melbourne, there's six points that have gone missing for them, and they could already had that sort of uh, pretty much tied up. As, as the question there, usually we're always questions without notice, and that question was, I already knew the answer because we already recorded it before. And it just felt weird. It did feel a bit <laughs> weird, mate. I'm not looking forward to anything coming forward because uh, it's all uh, known entity pairs. Mix it up a little bit. Come on, go a little bit spicy. Let's look at the ladder predictor. We've already nah. looked at the ladder predictor, mate. We've got, we've got our top eight there and uh, we'll both be wrong. When we'll, that, and we'll, that's the thing about it. <laughs> you are in a really grumpy mood now, Pez. I know it is past your bedtime. But the fans are tuning in. They're getting in this at their regular time on a Thursday morning, Pez. So we need to make sure we deliver. Jump on predictor.squiggle.com.au. Screenshot your um, your ladder uh, prediction. A screenshot uh, the wins that you think they're going to get. And uh, let us know why Pez and I are, uh, are going to be wrong in, uh, as you did at or the you start might of the agree. year. Or you might agree. No, but uh, jump on board. Let's have a, have a look at that. And we'll see who's closest at the end of the year, which one of the fans... Uh, gets up and about their source. Now, I've already done all these segments before, so what one are we going in? Uh, let's go with our bet review because right. we need to keep ourselves accountable despite already doing this and despite us already celebrating a great round of footy. Uh, we do need to do it again, so deja vu for bet review. review. It's no official review. How does it end? We don't know. They kind of lost, but they won as well. Yeah, well... Uh, 
I don't know if we can go through every single bet there, Sauce. There was a live bet there. You won your cheeky, which was a big highlight of the round, uh, which saved it a bit, which was good. Uh, your Rory Lobb and your Hawthorne theory. Uh, that it's you in good stead, and uh, the, the punters are going to be upset, Pez, because I've, I've found a I found a break in the system here. Hawthorne, if they are playing, jump on the forwards to kick four or more goals. They've done it back to back weeks. Which forwards is against them, don't against make, them, don't against make them. them jump on uh, the Hawthorne <laughs> forwards. College Jasney, oh, not College Jasney. He's the Geelong spud that plays down defence. Jasney, <laughs> it's late, Pez. Uh, You're still thinking about him. Um, <laughs> oh, let's let's him. talk about the round on on uh, Twitter. You would have noticed I've got a, a volcano because I am crumbling. Uh, down to plus 2.27% for the year. You're still sitting there on the beach at plus 8.37. Sauce, you happy with your emoji? No, not happy with the emoji, Pez, because uh, last week, a couple of weeks ago, when you were actually in the uh, the green and up at the 10% mark, you had a little builder there. Yep. And uh, with the eruption that's going on on your, I'm a little bit worried about the builders, and maybe that's why that they are uh, sort of staying away a little bit, because they want to yeah, make sure they're going to You had a losing money. round. It was a slight loss, okay? You had a losing round. You're not building anything with a losing round. So uh, if you want... A builder, have a winning round, and we'll get some Jiprock in there. Well, from, from the island that I, I can actually see them coming across. So at the end of next round... Can you see the magma? No, I can't. No. No, no. I can see you hiding over there, <laughs> shitting yourself, basically, because that's the one thing. I think you've just done the volcano there for the for the Ballarat fans. And the, and the, I the needed to warm ones. up still after warm watching up. that game. Uh, and, uh, well, we said there was going to be another Mars game this week, but I uh, don't know if there will be one down in Ballarat now with the, the lockdown. AFL might say, let's get out uh, to every... Everyone and everywhere, so... Yeah, they might be doing exactly what you're doing, Perry. I'm running, about to fall asleep. <laughs> running, running for cover from the volcano, but uh, it, it's an interesting round that does sort of precede us because uh, we don't know what is happening. We're unsure about the lockdown. There has been a whole range of cases there. We're not sure about what's happening with the bets going forward, and that's one of the reasons we're a little bit tentative to also release our bet slip there, Bez, because... Obviously, if um, all the betting agencies have um, the venue is changed, then the bet is void. So a little bit tentative to, to release that bet slip. I uh, already, already put the work in, mate, and uh, the bet <laughs> slip's there ready to go. So uh, we'll release that. But um, we may not have the time to talk about it, Source. But uh, I'm plus 2.27% for the year. You're plus 8.37%. And uh, hopefully get to our goal of 10%. Uh, I'm in Struggle Street where I'm, not in, unch- I'm in uncharted territory at the moment where being... Uh, this low percentage at the end of the year. So finishing positive in the four seasons that we've done this, both of us source. So we want to keep that trend alive. So we want to both have a few winning rounds coming up. Yeah, I want to continue the form I've had, Pez. I was uh, sitting about minus 10%. You were sitting up uh, 30%. Uh, continue oh yeah. the winning rounds before this, Pez. I'm sitting at uh, plus 8 0.37% for the season, which is really good. I've staked $2,890 for the year, returned $3,132.04. Uh, but not a great round for the last one, Pez. It was a losing round, only minus 4%, but uh, still a losing round. Yeah, um, there you go. There's uh, our little bet review source. Uh, we we don't really have anything uh, going forward. We do have our bet slip, so we'll press the bet slip button. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small. Our bets with an opportunity about 50 metres out. I was with a mate and um, we were getting, getting sort of ready to leave and he, he said, um, I think I'm going to whack 10 on, on Maxie. Do you want, do you want some as well? And I, I said... Now, Sauce, I know why you cracked the shits before because uh, I, I made Sauce in the in the previous show 
read the odds from tab. And he was scrolling through pages and pages. Seven and different apps I'd open. You want to do that again? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. Do I don't, I don't. So, but we, um, did, we did choose to go with uh, tab because they do have the best specials of the round. Isn't that correct? The, the best specials, yeah. Uh, I don't even know if you... You want to press that button? Yeah, I like to press yeah, the, press the button. Sinnoh takes a special and goes bang. Yeah, you said I was under the pump before, didn't you, with, with the specials. But sports bet, they're on the origin. They're not worried about the AFL at the moment. So no specials from them. Uh, tab have the most same-game multi-specials. So Thursday, Friday, and the Sunday game, Collingwood versus uh, Carlton. They've also got the three-plus head-to-head uh, multi where you get your bonus bet back from that. You've got lads and neds with the $2 Thursday and Friday lines, and Ned's also the three-plus league same-game multi on, on a Thursday-Friday night source. So um, because we already recorded this before, we went into a lot of detail before source. Uh, we may not have the, the time at the moment. So we'll go through the game, and then uh, we'll, we'll go through our bet. We'll say our bets, we'll release our bet slip, and then we'll probably have to change it when uh, Melbourne goes into lockdown. Yeah, we might have to do that, Pez. And uh, for a little bit of adversity, never hurt anyone, and hopefully we can push through, and a little bit of adversity in terms of the recording – isn't going to reflect in those bet slip pairs because I've already heard your bet slip and I don't mind it. So <laughs> uh, just give you a little uh, source tick of approval there, oh, Pez. There we go. That's the one tick I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of ticks, let's get into it. I'm going to read off sports bet pairs just to keep it uh, oh, just because no. I'm, I'm worried about time. So uh, Fremantle taking on Geelong. Fremantle's at the currently standing. The outsiders at 215. Geelong, the favourites, $1.70. The line is minus five and a half and the over under is 148 and a half. Yeah, I've gone with Neds uh, for Thursday, Friday night as well. We get the same game multi uh, business source. I've got Geelong to win, Tom Stewart to get 20 plus, and Geelong at the alternate handicap of plus 38 and a half. And that's just in there for a little bit of insurance source. I've put the max 50 on it and I want to start the round off strong. Yeah, that's a good way to do it, Pez. I've jumped on the maximum bet straight up uh, on my cats at $1.80. I think that is absolute value. And money for VBs, Pez. That's the second time I've said it. So I've, it's money for two slabs of VB. That's, I haven't that, seen till, uh message. I have. I've been a little bit conservative there, and I've actually been winning. So that's probably uh, not a good sign for put, me. You haven't put any money for no, VBs No, I haven't money lately. for VBs. So he'll be happy. He'll be, he'll happy, be happy that you've done that. That's yeah. good. Uh, yeah, next so game, uh, Richmond versus next Brisbane. Next game <laughs> is uh, an absolute classic in Rewalt's 300. Um, the Tigers are $2.67 outsiders, Brisbane at $1.48 favourites. The line is minus 13.5. The over-under is one forty-seven and a half. Yeah, I think I feel like I've said this before, but I don't like <laughs> the uh, betting on either side here or the lines. So I'm going to go in the disposal market here. Lockie Neal to get 25 plus. He's really good value uh, to get high disposal because he hasn't been doing it this year, Source. Uh, Hume Cluggage to get 20 plus and Jaden Short to get 20 plus. I like the value on all of those players. And uh, I've gone a little bit out there with Lockie Neal on 25 plus, but uh, $2.24, that gets me 25 bucks on that. I'll just be watching three players on the Friday night. Yeah, well, I'll be watching uh, two players there, and Lockie Neal is one of them pairs. I've got him at 20 disposals after his big game and returns of some form last week. I think uh, Rewalt in front of the sticks will get two or more goals. He's had the yips coming up to his 700. He, he knocked that out of the park last week, so he can put that in. And I actually like the line pairs. Uh, Brisbane Lions on Neds, minus 13.5 gets me $2 to contribute to my same game multi. That gives me odds of $4.76, and I've whacked 25 on it. Yeah, I wasn't listening because I listened before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the interest levels are down from Pez, but the interest levels will be high for the people of Ballarat if the game is actually played there because Great Western Sydney take on Sydney. The Battle of the Bridge, Pez. Um, and I'm not going to go through that joke again because you didn't like it last time. So uh, $2.63 <laughs> is the outsiders of the Giants. Uh, $1.49 are the favourites with the Swans. The line is minus 11.5. The over-under is one thirty. I reckon you come half. into your own when you have to do a, do a re-record. Yeah, yeah I've heard all the shit jokes I've said. Oh, well, I'm up and about because you know what, Pez? 
says. You could you sat there and reviewed it in that ten minutes in between, <laughs> and you were like, "Yeah, that was shit. That was shit. That was shit." <laughs> I won't go with it again. But hopefully, this bet isn't shit. But uh, and hopefully, it, uh, it if it's not played there, I'll have to put it on again, won't I? And we'll have to see the odds. But uh, Giants versus Sydney. I've got Sydney. Halftime, full-time double. So they have to lead at halftime, have to win the game. Add $1.80, 25 bucks on it. I like that one, Pez. And hopefully the game is played in uh, in Ballarat there because it is basically a two-quarter game of football with the win. I'm hoping the Swans get the win straight out of the gates. I've got them race to 15 on Neds with uh, the alternate handicap, minus, uh, sorry, plus 17.5, and the under, 139.5. So very low, but I think uh, that wind really uh, limits the Jeez. scoring opportunities. 25 bucks, odds of $3.29. You know, I, I thought about it before, and I thought... I thought I didn't like that bet, and I still agree with myself. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm wanting to see if uh, any of your bets go missing after we said that's a shit bet. <laughs> so, but uh, everything's still the same there, Pez. But the odds for this one has changed. Uh, I remember last time when we were reading off tab that Gold Coast were four dollars even, but uh, Sportsbet have them four dollars ten outsiders against the doggies, a dollar twenty four. The line What's is line? minus twenty five and a half. Ooh. The over under is one hundred and fifty and a half pairs. And uh, I like sports a bit because it's got the dollar eighty eights all the way through. <laughs> Tab have a, a range of different alternatives. Range of different uh, numbers, which no one will ever know because uh, it's not recorded. But uh, this game, this is one we disagreed on from memory yes, source. Yes, I've we got do. the doggies. Minus 24 and a half. Make the max 50 on it. I, I like them to bounce back and, and Gold Coast to uh, uh, be a bit too warm in the sun after being in Ballarat. They'll still be still be a bit cold, mate. Still going with that joke. They <laughs> <laughs> got, got crickets last time, Bez, and... Uh Yep, still crickets now. Uh, I've gone with, uh, as I said, I don't fully disagree with you there. I think that the doggies is, uh, do get the job done, but I've gone with the alternate line. Plus 37 and a half. You dragged me out of bed. <laughs> I didn't drag you out of bed. You were still out of bed. You, you're already in your pyjamas there, Piers. Pipe down, listen to this great bet. It's uh, David Swallow to get 15. David Swallow to get 20, partnered up with the alternate line of 37 and a half. $2.10. For and insurance? $25. I've just put it in there. It's a two-leg gap multi, really. You, you said that for insurance last time but there's no insurance on that game yet so so you're hoping for that uh melbourne versus hawthorne yeah dollar eight favorites are the d's the lowest uh margin of the line uh, sorry the low, lowest head-to-head price as well as the highest line as you would expect hawthorne have already reached out to our eight dollars so Oof. dropped 50 cents in uh, since we recorded the show last as i said <laughs> 40 and a half is the line and the over under is 150 and a half no thank you no thank you you're not touching that one pez you already know that <laughs> yeah well it's a little bit of thing and uh, i guess you know where i'm going then Cheeky! Uh, as mentioned before, Pez, I am going cheeky with this. I think I've worked out the uh, the Hawthorne hack, as I'm going to be calling it. Wouldn't this be a good coin toss if you give it to me again? <laughs> yeah. Who do you think I'm going to go with in terms of the, the person to kick four goals, Pez? Who's who's the options? The options are Ben Brown and Bailey Fritch. Oh, well, I got it right last time and I said Bailey Fritch, so I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, I've put $10 <laughs> on my cheeky as usual. Oliver to get 25 Christian Salem, your man to get 20 or more, and Bailey Fritch to kick four or more goals. Gets me odds of $7, 20 pairs, and that is going to be a nice little return. Uh, this is this is harder to do for the second so time. It's so hard like to do the second time. Like St Kilda versus Port Adelaide, you got the game of the round coming up. You do. You said that last time and uh, <laughs> didn't get any laughs then, so you're 0 for oh, 2 for jokes. Joke. Uh, well, there has to be a joke, Piz, because you corrected yourself after the game of the round with the North Melbourne Essendon Stop one. Stop giving away everything that's oh, coming up. All the show secrets are coming out. St Kilda are the uh, the outsiders at $2.01. Port Adelaide uh, not being able to win from uh, outside of Victoria or against the top eight side. Have them at a favourite somehow at $1.83. Three minus two and a half, and the over under is one forty nine and a half. Yeah, I've got a cheeky. Which color is it? Is blue. it that blue or blue, that blue? They're blue. both blue. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> that. Cheeky. <laughs>
keep pointing to the wrong one. I can't see the board. You know that. What was that? That's nice. Um, we've got a six-leg multi here for my cheeky. I'm gonna have to cheeky. Uh, I've got St Kilda, pick your own line, minus four and a half. I've got Jack Sinclair to get 15 plus disposals, having a great season. Uh, Dan Houston, who's gone up a bit in price, 15 plus disposals, because he hasn't been getting it every single week, but I like him to get that. Carl Amon with Butters injured again, 20 plus disposals, him to be their playmaker in the centre of the ground there going forward. Brad Krause to get 25, so it gets you a bit more value up at the 25 mark. For 20, he's still good as well, but 25 with uh, Ryder and Marshall hitting it down his throat. So I remembered everything I said. And uh, two-plus goals, uh, Dan Butler has been out of form source, so I'm looking for him to stand up and give us something and, and get two-plus goals there. Uh, cheeky 12 bucks. Cheeky <laughs> 12 bucks. I don't know why I'm surprised. It's the second time <laughs> I've heard it. Uh, I don't like that bet, Pez. As I said last time, I've gone the Saints just on the nose. 25 bucks. $2, uh, almost flat even, is it? It's $2.01. I think that is great value. So a nice little return to double up that one, Pez. Yeah, and as I corrected myself last time, this is the actual game of the round. North Melbourne versus <laughs> Essendon. Oh, 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 what, a, what a surprise that was. Uh, North Melbourne, the outsiders at 3.18. The Essendon Bombers, $1.36 favourites. The line is 18.5, just over three goals. And the over-under is 157.5, Pez. Is it? Yeah, that's, oh, I already that, knew it. That's <laughs> correct. Actually, you didn't because I went with Tab last time. So you should be a little bit surprised, Pez. You should be a little bit up and about. You're getting no new bet. information. No bet. Yeah, I'm staying away from this one too, Pez. A uh, very interesting game. And as I said last time, Pez, I don't like beating on North Melbourne because you just don't know what team's going to rock up. But their line is quite low, as you said, yeah. It is really low uh, for, for the way that they've been playing. Collingwood take on Carlton uh, at the MCG, maybe, potentially. Could be in. Uh, could be somewhere else, Pez. We have no idea where this game will be played. But $1.96 are Up the outsiders <laughs> <laughs> Collingwood, the over Carlton is a dollar eighty-eight favourites. The line is minus one and a half. The over/under is one forty-eight and a half. Yeah, uh, you didn't like this one, but I've got my bonus bet. I've picked my own line. Carlton alternate handicap. Carlton minus seventeen and a half. Have Ooh. to win by eighteen or more points there. Uh, so I'm hoping that the Blues can get it done pretty comfortably. What, what odds did you get that at? Uh, oh, I didn't say that, did I? Two dollars ninety. Wow, that's that's really good odds considering the um, oh no different game never mind. Uh, so even with a second round, it pairs still stuff up. Uh, I've gone with any other result in this one uh, as we've sort of alluded to in previous shows and the the missing show that uh, no one will ever hear, which was an absolute cracker. Uh, Collingwood do sort of come back in that last quarter and Carlton show some unpredictability. I've gone any other result in the wire to wire market two dollars twenty five on that one. Yeah, no good because Carlton from the start should uh, come out and get that. The next game, Adelaide West Coast. So I've got uh, no interest in this game. I've got West Coast in my multi-source, but no bet for me. Yeah, no bet for me in this one, but we will go through the odds. The Crows are outsiders at $2.14. The West Coast Eagles are $1.71 favourites. Minus 6.5, which is a really low line um, if you think the Eagles can bounce back after a disappointing week last week. The over-under is 153.5 pairs. No bet for you, no bet for me. Um, I will look to put a live bet on pairs, and we might have to do that for every game because... Uh, we have no idea what's going. Let's get on to our multis. Oh, I'm trying to uh, see what the late night movie is that I usually put on after the podcast recording. Uh, I can't stay with us, Pez. Stay with you. us, Pez. Now I've got my one with Tab, the head-to-head special this week. So I've got the doggies to beat the Suns, uh, Carlton to beat Collingwood, and West Coast to beat Adelaide, which uh, is a toss-up. But you've got a dollar sixty-eight for West Coast if they can actually pull their finger out and do something. Uh, decent odds there. So three dollars eighty-two. I'll put twenty-five on it. Uh, with that bonus. I've gone uh, three-leg multi with Tab, Geelong, Sydney and Melbourne to get it done. 25 on that one, $2.90. One leg fails, I do get my money back. 
All right, you beauty. Yeah. Done. Almost done, Pez. We've just got our coin toss because we need to keep the accountability there, and I am kicking your ass in that one. Uh, just on behalf of... Oh, I'm having an absolute <laughs> sticker, mate. I'm having an absolute We're, sticker. Press the right button this time. There you go. It was a toss of the coin. Same button, different screen. That yeah. yeah. wins the toss. Technical difficulties yeah, galore. Yes, it's been an unusual uh, year for... It's been an unusual show. <laughs> Say what, Pez, if you thought coin toss was meant to be a fast segment, this will be absolute Usain Bolt uh, because there's no chance you're staying awake more than five minutes. So I'll pump it out really quickly. Right, go, go, go. Geelong versus Fremantle, minus five and a half. Geelong. Cats. <laughs> I've gone the same. Richmond, Brisbane, 13 and a half. Brisbane. Brisbane for me too. Sydney versus Great Western Sydney, uh, minus 11 and a half. Sydney. I'm going with Sydney as well. Gold Coast take on the Bulldogs, minus 25 and a half. Dogs. I'm going with the dogs as well. Melbourne take on Hawthorne, minus 40 and a half. Now, we will have to slot it down here because last time I was reading them out, <laughs> uh, Source, who'd you go? I went uh, Melbourne. And me being six points down overall, I have to go Hawthorne. Yep, cool. But uh, I already know that nothing else changes, Piss. So it's your yep. chance to, to catch up. We've got St Kilda taking on Port Adelaide, minus two and a half in favour of the power. Yeah, both on the Saints. We are both on the Saints. North Melbourne playing Essendon, minus 18 and a half. Both on the Bombers. Collingwood Carlton, minus one and a half in favour of the Blues. Both on the Blues, and this line is a bit weird, isn't it, last one? It is. The Crows and the West Coast Eagles, the line is minus six and a half in favour of the Eagles. Yeah, we're both on the West Coast, uh, and that will uh, shut it up. Do you want to give me the coin toss that you gave me last time as well? I was talking about the uh, the Olympics there, Pez, and I have gone a bit of a think about it. Uh, the Olympics coming up is an absolute cracker to watch unusual sports, and I'm my one for you. I already know the answer to this one, so Pez, I'm going to go a little bit different. Diving or the badminton? No, nah, I love the badminton. Oh, I do love the badminton. Nah, I can't believe how they hit that little uh, shuttlecock. Shuttlecock. It's uh, a bit weird how they hit the shuttlecock. Uh, hitting isn't the it? old Mason Cox. Hey, yeah, there you go. But um, Olympics. I hope they don't stuff up the telecast source because a uh, couple, oh, not couple, because it's every four years. I think uh, it was eight, London eight years ago. Yeah, London. Whenever Channel Seven had it. Was uh, whenever Channel Seven didn't have it, it was amazing. It was on Foxtel; you could watch whole events all day. Uh, when Channel Seven had it, they chopped and changed and, and went everywhere. So hopefully, they got their streaming uh, a little bit better, so you can actually choose what you want to watch and not just jump to wherever there's an Aussie or wherever it's a whatever. I yeah, I really like watching the Olympics for the for the best athletes in the world. Pez, question without notice only because I just want to keep you away a little bit longer. There, yep. top three sports to watch. During the Olympics. Oh. It is question without notice. I know yep. the weightlifting's in there. Weightlifting's number one. Love the weightlifting. Uh, I love the beach volleyball, the two-on-two. Two. Beach volleyball is is a really good one. And oh, that's probably not in the top, is it? No, I do like watching uh, the gymnastics, uh, especially the bars. You know, the two parallel oh, bars? yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just chop and change in there, and I'm like... How in the world do, do people do that? So that considered my top three. Uh, fencing was uh, on the fence. Yeah, well done. There are some unusual sports that are, have been added this year as well. You've got the the uh, BMX racing and the freestyle. You've got the skateboarding in there. You've got the uh, the rugby sevens, Pez. We didn't mention the rugby sevens. They're in my top three sports they, to watch. They are. They are amazing to watch. Those oh, tournaments are really good. Yep. you got the FIBA three-on-three, three, the basketball, and uh, <laughs> that's about it, Piz. <laughs> who, who's in the FIBA three-on-three? Three? So if it's USA, it's countries, yeah? Do they um, choose three players? Or? I th- well, I think they, they – well, I assume – well, FIBA have their own sort of tournament, and they generally go with um, 
their own preferred athletes of it because they've got their own leagues now established. It's an amazing game. It's a quick sport. It's a, it's a really different variation of basketball. Like once it goes through the actual hoop, they don't take the ball out. So as soon as the other team touches it, it the ball is live and they've got to go past the three-point line. Oh, is it... Um is it related in terms of the players that play for, say, Nigeria can play three-on-three three for them as well? Uh, I don't know. I would assume not because uh, I don't know if you've ever played it for before, Pez. It is a massive adjustment uh, and it's a really sort of an ISO ball but a smaller scale for it. I don't know how the uh, the Americans and those top athletes w- would go in that. So I think they do run their own and I know that America uh, didn't win the last sort of world championships in the FIBA three-on-three. Three. Oh, there you go. Uh, at the end of last show, Sauce. I didn't storm off, but um, I stormed off last week. I wasn't very happy, and now I really need to go to bed. So uh, I'm, You're not going to storm off. You're just going to fall asleep. I'm, peace, peace out. <laughs> I'm, still, I fall asleep. I'm still sauce, guys. We'll catch up next time.